the kids that might be around and still up, if you want to gather your kids, I have a special story today for them. It's called A Very Noisy Christmas, and it's written by Tim, Tim Thornborough. And kids, as you're coming up to listen and to watch, I want you to help me. We'll be a little interactive. It's called The Noisy Christmas, but it has quiet parts. And so when I say shh, I want you to join me in putting your finger up to your mouth and saying shh with me. All right. Shh. It was a quiet quiet night on the hillside. The shepherds and the sheep were sleeping. Then suddenly, ah, ah, an angel. The shepherds were so, so scared. But wait, the angel was saying something. Shh. Let's listen carefully. The angel said, don't be afraid. I bring you good news. That will bring great joy to all people. God's rescuer has been born in Bethlehem. He is the king of the whole wide, wonderful world. You will find the baby wrapped snugly, lying in a manger. Then suddenly, the king has been born. Glory to God. Peace on earth. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of angels were praising God at the top of their voices. Then suddenly, the angels went back to heaven and everything was quiet again. The shepherds hurried off to Bethlehem and they found Jesus in a manger just like the angel had told them. The shepherds wanted to tell everyone, wake up, everybody. Something amazing has happened. Jesus, the rescuer, has been born. Meanwhile, in a far land far, far away, shh, some wise men were studying special books and watching the stars. Then suddenly, wow, look, what is it? A new star has appeared in the sky. They knew the star meant that a special king had been born. So they packed their bags and went on a long, 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 long trip to see the new king. When they arrived, they found Jesus and gave him special gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They bowed down before him. They knew he was the king of the whole wide, wonderful world. Do you want to know something special? Jesus is God's son and our rescuer. He is the king of the whole wide, wonderful world. Jesus came at the very first Christmas so we can be friends with God forever. Now that's something worth singing and shouting about. Jesus is the king. Joy to the world. Hooray. I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas, kids. See you soon.
Well, I hope that I hope that you can hear it, that you can kind of feel it, even put yourself in the midst of the story that we're talking about tonight. I, I love it because it's one of those stories that reaches down from the young and all the way up to the old. It speaks to babies, it speaks to children, it speaks to those in their adult years. It relates to shepherds that are lowly and humble on the fields and it speaks to the angelic hosts all the way up in heaven and it has impact. This is the story, this is, this is why we call this story the greatest story that was ever told. Every narrative, no matter which one you think of, has a setting with characters, there's a conflict and then a climax and uh, all of the tension in the middle, then the resolution where everything kind of gets cleaned up on the other side, but a great story does something different. It paints a picture. It puts something in your mind, it conveys a message, it appeals to our losses and longings, it speaks to us, our desires, our hopes, and connects to the needs of the entire world. A good story has properties that are both relatable and challenging, right? It's like we can find ourselves, they're not so far out of reach that we can't grasp it or see ourselves in it, but it draws us out of ourselves, stretches us, and lets us see from other perspectives and learn something. But the reason that this story truly is the greatest story that was ever told is because it is the only story, the only narrative that reads us back. What do I mean by that? Well, Hebrews 4.12 says this, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to defy, divide soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. You see, you can't just read this book and then put it down. You can't just read it and then be the same on the other side or else you actually haven't read it correctly. There's something that happens when you read this. This story is alive. The word itself tells us that it's active, that it penetrates. It can even discern the heart of the reader. This story is light. The story is life. And then it stepped out into the reality with real flesh and blood. It breathed in real air, inhaled and exhaled. This is the, the story where, where God himself touched, stepped, walked the grimy dirt of the earth and interacted with real flesh and blood. And it started first with a very simple baby's cry in the evening night. And then it finds itself later growing into parables and the mysteries of all humanity, the miracles of nature and then that story looked at us and said, I've got something to say to you. Mary's song gives us just a tiny little hint of what Jesus' life was all about. It says this, his mercy extends to those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has performed mighty deeds with his arms. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones. He has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. You see, you can't be the same on the other side of this story because it interrupts yours. And that's going to be either good news or bad news. It all depends on your position in life. 
You see, it was bad news to King Herod because he was willing to go to great lengths and even kill babies for the purpose of maintaining power. It was bad news for the Pharisees because they were willing to do anything they could to hold on to authority in their time. But it was good news for a woman at the well who saw Jesus and realized it was her prophet. It was good news for a man named Zacchaeus who looked into the eyes of God and realized this is my rescuer. It was good news for a blind man who found in Jesus Christ his healer, for a regular working fisherman named Peter who touched the hands of God and realized this is Lord. It was good news for Lazarus who saw in the person of Jesus Christ the living word of God, his resurrection. You see, if you read this correctly, it interrupts your story. And will that, that's the question tonight, will that be good news to you or will it be bad news? And what I want us to do as we think upon this story, the greatest story ever told is to consider what is your story tonight? What is it that Jesus is breaking into? On that night, the the angels tore open the heavens and interrupted the night, but what is he tearing into in your life this evening? Are you a restless person who toils and attempts to produce constantly? God wants to interrupt that and speak the word rest. For the proud who have enthroned themselves in this world, it's an interruption to say that burden was never yours to carry in the first place. And the invitation is to willingly lay that down, put down your rights and worship with adoration the king. I promise you, he can take it from here. If, if your story tonight is on the other side, that, that you're living a story of loss because you've either faced something very difficult this year, this week, or maybe even just this morning, Jesus interrupts despair and he speaks to you, I know, and I'm here with you. I'm right next to you. I'm here with you. If your story right now is longing for something that you can't reach or just won't satisfy, know that Ecclesiastes 3.11 says that he has put eternity in the human heart. That no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. He says to you, I know what your desires actually are. I know you think you know, but I know what your desires actually are. And they are nothing less than desires founded on eternity. Let me interrupt your little longings and flood you with more than you could ever have imagined. You see, what I want us to know is no matter where you're at, if you are captive, he speaks an interruptive story of liberty. If you are held in chain by your possessions, he speaks an interruption of freedom from those things. If you are coming from the lowliest places on the earth, he speaks an interruption of I can lift you up no matter how low you've gone. And perhaps you're here tonight because you speak you long for, you ask for purpose. I think every single one of us can relate with the desire and a story longing for purpose in our lives. And this is what I want you to hear. Not only is this the greatest story ever told, but if you read it correctly, God offers you an opportunity to participate in that story. 
He asks you to continue allowing it to live in you, but then allowing it to live through you. He asks you to participate in this great story through the way that you love God, through the way that you love others everywhere you go, and through the way that you proclaim this good news that the kingdom of heaven has come in the form of a baby who will grow up and bring salvation to the world. Friends and family, may this good story be your story tonight and forevermore. May it elicit a joyful noise so that all on earth would sing out and recognize their king. Would you pray with me tonight? Now, Father, uh, wherever and anywhere somebody is in this evening, God, we ask that you would touch them. And whatever... Um, a thing that we go after, Father, whatever it is that we're seeking, whatever hole we're trying to climb out of, whatever wound that has been inflicted, inflicted upon us, Lord, that you would speak an interruption over any of those things. That whatever plan the enemy has on our behalf, that you would interrupt those things and say, no, I have a redemption story in mind for this person tonight. I have liberation in store for this person. I have healing in store for this person. I have opportunities in store for this person. I have restoration in store for this person. Lord, wherever they are tonight, those who hear my voice, God, would you speak that new story to them? breathing life and breathing hope and light to all that would receive it, Lord. And God, then would we turn around and lift up our highest praise because we are so overjoyed with gratitude that we would make a joyful noise. We ask for this in Jesus' name and all God's people said,